Welcome to episode 14 of the Ditching Imposter Syndrome podcast with me, your host, Claire Yosa. And today I want to talk about what the opposite of imposter syndrome is. Why? Because it's a question that people get very confused about. It can hold us back from actually doing something to ditch imposter syndrome. And actually, it's pretty interesting. So if you've ever wondered what the opposite of imposter syndrome is, or if you think you need imposter syndrome in order to stay humble, spoiler alert, this episode is for you. So imposter syndrome, the term can be really confusing. I did a keynote a couple of months ago and hardly anybody on the call actually knew what imposter syndrome was, which took some work then. A lot of people haven't heard of it. A lot of people make assumptions about it. So let's start by talking about what it is. So imposter syndrome, the imposter syndrome was originally called the imposter phenomenon. The term was coined by Pauline Clance and Suzanne Eames, who did the original research back in 1978. Somehow that's morphed to become the imposter syndrome, which kind of I'm glad about because phenomenon is quite a hard thing to say. It makes me feel like I've got false teeth in, yeah? But it's not actually a syndrome. A syndrome is something that's clinically diagnosable by a medic. An imposter syndrome isn't. So the imposter syndrome phenomenon, there you go, I tripped over it, (laughs) is actually a more accurate name. But I've spent the last 18 years specialising in this field. And I want to talk about how I define imposter syndrome. I talk about imposter syndrome as being the secret fear of being found out. Okay, this is the key, being found out out. Being found out is not good enough. Being found out as they made a mistake hiring you. Being found out as being a fraud is a lot of identity level stuff. Who am I to be doing this? When I work with clients on my Stepping Up to Lead program or my Inner Critic Bootcamp though, I take the definition that stage deeper. I talk about imposter syndrome being the secret fear of others judging us the way we're judging ourselves. And with judging comes shame and hiding, and taboo. And then I also talk about the imposter syndrome gap as being that gap between who we see ourselves as being and who we think we need to be to do something or to achieve a goal. Over that gap, we build the bridge of coping strategies. And I've got a whole article for you on that on the show notes page. And you can find the show notes at impostorsyndromepodcast.fm forward slash 014. So this bridge of coping strategies are all the ways that we adapt our behavior or self-sabotage or the crazy seeming things we do to be able to thrive and succeed despite imposter syndrome. And it comes at a massive cost. So there are a lot of assumptions around imposter syndrome and a lot of people are quite scared to get rid of it and let go of it and ditch it because at some level, at some deeply unconscious level, we think it's keeping us safe. So back at the beginning of 2020, my last in-person keynote before the COVID pandemic struck was in South Africa presenting to a group of business owners. And one incredibly brave lady stuck her hand up in the middle of my talk and said, but I need imposter syndrome to stay humble. And it stopped me in my tracks. Hang on, tell me about that. What does that mean? If I didn't have imposter syndrome, I'd be arrogant. I'd be a nightmare to be with. My clients would hate me. So she was running a belief that she needed imposter syndrome in order to be humble, in her words, to be a good 
person. Now, this is one of the most common imposter syndrome myths. Now, I've actually got a free mini training for you on the imposter syndrome myths, if you'd like it, taking you through five of the most common, how to spot your own and why they're such a problem. Okay, so I'm not going to spoiler alert on this now. But if you want to get on the waiting list for this training, if you're listening to this when the episode comes out in October, or if you're listening to this on replay, it might already be live. Go and grab your spot as my gift, ditchingimpostorsyndrome.com forward slash myths. Because spotting and ditching your secret myths is actually stage one of my five-stage process to truly ditching imposter syndrome, setting yourself free from it so you can finally feel good enough and step up to lead and make the difference you're really here to make in the world. As I say, it's my gift, ditchingimpostorsyndrome.com forward slash myths, M-Y-T-S-H. So this amazing lady had got it in her head. She needed imposter syndrome to stay humble. This came from the super common misconception that the opposite of imposter syndrome is arrogance, big-headedness, bragging, or even if we take it to the extreme, the Dunning-Kruger effect, which has been quite famous in recent years. Dunning-Kruger effect is where somebody grossly overestimates their ability, their skills, their capabilities, and they are completely immune to any feedback to the contrary. So this is not the opposite of imposter syndrome. You do not need imposter syndrome in order to be nice to work with, in order to be a kind and compassionate, high-achieving person. It's keeping you stuck. You don't need it. So here is the opposite of imposter syndrome. I invite you to imagine for a moment feeling truly comfortable in your own skin. And that giving others permission to feel comfortable in their skin too. No more masks. No more armour. No more alter ego. No more pretending. No more hiding the beauty of who you really are. Being able to show up as all of you. Speaking up with your ideas without feeling like you have to fight and defend yourself. being able to feel grounded and confident and just get on with fulfilling your potential without drama, without worrying and without needing to compare yourself to others. This is the opposite of imposter syndrome. That genuine grounded confidence that means you just get on with being who you really are. So ditching imposter syndrome, setting yourself free from it forever, will not turn you into an arrogant ass. Apologies to anybody offended by that word, but it's the only one I've got to describe what I really mean there. Imposter syndrome holds us back. It keeps us playing small. What keeps you humble, if that's one of your values and it's important to you and it can be a great one, is you. It's who you really are inside. What makes somebody arrogant nine times out of 10 is actually feeling inadequate. So they have to put the mask on and the armor that means they play a role that feels incongruent, that feels inauthentic, and it comes across as arrogant. One of my favorite sayings comes from the Native American Indians. All criticism is born of someone else's pain. If you're hanging around with somebody who's really arrogant and they beat up other people verbally, metaphorically, hopefully not physically, yeah, and they may be bullying, they might be critical. 
that's not because they're happy. Yeah, happy people don't hurt others, at least not intentionally. Now, I'm not making excuses for that person, but I want you to see that the person who's behaving in an arrogant way is usually doing so because they feel inadequate inside. So the opposite of imposter syndrome is not arrogance. You do not need to let that myth hold you back from setting yourself free from this once and for all. So go and make sure that you get that free training at ditchingimpostorsyndrome.com forward slash myths, because there are some super common myths that really keep us stuck and hold us back from setting ourselves free and taking action on imposter syndrome. And I hope I've busted that one for you today. And I'd love to hear from you. Had this concern been holding you back? Were you worried that you needed imposter syndrome in order to be able to be a good person, in order to be able to do what you're doing? If so, what could you do in the next 24 hours to start setting yourself free from it once and for all? I hope you have an amazing week. I will be back soon with another Ditching Imposter Syndrome podcast and catch the show notes for this one with additional resources at impostorsyndromepodcast.fm forward slash zero one four. If you've enjoyed this episode of the Ditching Imposter Syndrome podcast, please let others know how it helped you by leaving a lovely review over at iTunes or wherever you love to get your podcast. Every great review makes a huge difference and helps more people to find the Ditching Imposter Syndrome podcast too, so we can spread a massive positive wave of change around the world. Thank you.